Yeah, and this event is brought to you by Real Estate IQ, the number one in deal finding, providing you with more than 45,000 leads every month. And if you have attended our previous summit, um, that number is actually growing. Since Real Estate IQ is go, um, planning to grow to more, uh, more states in the U.S., so hopefully, and I know that um, our numbers will increase more. And we guarantee that you'll always find a deal with Real Estate IQ. So here's just a very quick testimonial from one of our clients with Real Estate IQ. You know, we've been doing this live, this events previously live face-to-face so everyone can get to uh, meet and um, have a face-to-face with the clients, with other investors. So since um, this pandemic happened, you know, we're doing this events live through, um, through Zoom. So um, we don't hinder you to you know, um, do some networking. So right now you can actually um, just include your company details, your business details, or any help that you might need for your business in the chat box. So you can still do networking. So uh, let us see the testimonial from Adam. Oops, there we go. I'm here with Adam at Redneck Country Club at the Jet Lending event and Adam has been using our system for a while. Adam, could you share with us your experience with our tool? Yeah, so um, I love the tool. It was re- it's really been very useful for me as, uh, as a new investor. Um, I don't have access to the MLS, so running comps was something that was a problem. Um, now that I have that t- the tool, I can run comps. It allowed me to secure my first deal, um, and I'm going to market with it and look to, um, because of the comps that I was able to run and get it for the right price, I was able to secure a deal that's probably going to profit me somewhere north of $50,000. Oh, fantastic. And by the way, we uh, can also help you market your deal too, Adam. Uh, thank you so much. And guys, our deal analysis suite is only $15 a month, and it's for unlimited comps all over Texas. So make sure you take advantage of this special right now thank you guys if you want to learn how to analyze deals just like us make sure you check out this webinar on how to run comps the link is built all right there you have it from adam so for those of you who are interested with our 45 minute one-on-one deal finding training um you can just answer this poll so whether you're a new subscriber um, a current subscriber, or you haven't subscribed yet to any of Real Estate IQ services and you wanted to know more about how to use our tools in our system, all you have to do is um, click yes to this poll in your screen so that we can schedule you for this one-on-one deal finding training. And you can also go to realestateiq.co slash events so that you can register for our deal finding training with our speaker for today, Becky. And also we do have deal finding trainings with Rodney Rush. So our speaker for today, none other than Becky. And just like what I said, we missed you, Becky. And it is my pleasure to host your webinar for today. So let me give the floor now to you, Becky. I'm sorry, Becky, the volume is um, quite low. Not really sure if it's with your mic. There, sounds good, Becky. Better? That's okay. Yeah. Because I could try a headset. But let me know if I should do that. Yeah, um, sounds good. So been investing in real estate for only about four years and I've been with Real Estate IQ for about three years to that. I was an educator and teacher, mostly high school math, like that, but it was time for a company. So I just started looking at what else could I do and uh, found a 
Mm, I'm sorry to cut you off, Becky, but um, you know, the volume is quite um, um, going too low, going high. So. All right. Is this any better? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's better. Yeah. So, um, so I've done a haven't done a huge number of deals, but I'm um, doing it on the side, always looking for a good deal, and um, getting anxious to get back into it. Uh, we have a few sponsors our event. Um, so Quest Trust Company is a self-directed IRA. So you can put your money there. And it's also a great source of private lenders to fund your deals if you're looking for a flip or a, or a partner for a buy and hold. Um, so check out a Quest Trust event for that. And we have three great hard money lenders. We have Investor Loan Source, Blink Lending, and Bay Mountain Capital. And I know Blink Lending only lends in Texas. I'm pretty sure that ILS and Bay Mountain Capital lend in other states as well. And they both have all kinds of good programs, uh, regardless of what you're looking for. They have no doc loans and different kinds. Uh, temp to perm, if you're going to fix some, buy something, rehab it, and then put a renter in and hold it. Um, they have those kind of products, so you don't have to totally start over and refinance. Uh, we have Action Coach Business Coaching um, and Note School, if you're interested in investing in, in just the notes, kind of being the bank. And then we have Real Property Management Legend. They're uh, in DFW area, um, but we have Troy Espenlob is on today, and he's with Real Property Management Avitus, which is a Houston area company. So Troy, if you want to um, tell everybody a little bit about your company. Thank you, Becky. And um, I'm glad you're feeling better. We are a management property management company, as our name implies. And that's really all we do. We specialize in residential rental property listing and management services throughout the Houston area. And it's important right now to have a provider that really focuses on that because you know, if you're if you're a rental property owner, if you just read the news, there's a lot going on with eviction moratoriums and things that are constantly changing. I'm a big believer that um, the rental market is still a great place to be. And um, I'm also a real estate IQ subscriber. So I would say that, you know, getting in on what you guys do with these lists as these moratoriums and forbearance and things start to, to take on a different, uh, different view next year. I think that, um, you know, this is going to be an, an opportunity for some people to, to take advantage of people that, that take advantage of situations where people may or may not get out of the market or may be trading into something else. So um, I'm, I'm pleased to be able to sponsor a lot of events with you and um, really do like the product. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Troy. Thank you for being here today. And Troy put his information in the chat. Um, if you scroll up above all of the other vendors info that Jeff posted on there. All right, so today's subject is finding deals on the MLS. So did you know the MLS is the biggest market to find deals? So it's been interesting um, to see what's really happened in the last few months with the MLS is that a lot of people that wanted to sell their homes but didn't need to sell their homes took them off the market. They said, I don't want somebody, you know, coming in, leaving their germs around the house. In fact, my sister did that. She's in Colorado and uh, she was getting ready to sell her house. Actually, she had listed it um, right before COVID and she took it off the market and ended up selling it to an investor who was renting it back to her until the house that they're building is done. So, 
there are all kinds of those strategies that you can use. So, so in the last 30 days, um, and I'm going to have to come back to these numbers when I go to the website to show you exactly how many deals that there were. Um, but overall, over 3,000 plus active deals on the MLS. And that's the old one. So we'll come back to these details with the rental income properties because there are a few fewer than this um, at this point. But investors are winning deals on the MLS. So the question is, how do you find these deals and how do you win these deals? So MLS strategies can work no matter what your exit strategy is, if you're going to wholesale, fix and flip, buy and hold. And I'd even add to this list uh, lease option, purchase, owner finance, all those things. So what are you looking for on the MLS? You're looking for a house priced below market value. That's a discount homes. It has equity. These three things really all mean the same thing. Just kind of three different ways to say it. But the bottom line is you're getting it for less than what it's worth so that you automatically have that equity. So the question is, why would people want to sell their house for less than what it's worth? Well, they might be motivated to sell for a number of different reasons. Um, you know, maybe it was a job change or in my sister's case, um, she found out they were about to put in a strip, a little strip mall gas station thing right behind her house. And her HOA only allows for a split rail fence. So she wanted to get out before they started building that and the value went down. Um, they might be financially distressed. You know, right now a lot of people lost their jobs and are going to, are having trouble holding on to their home and making their payments. Um, might be willing to sell to get out of a bad situation. You can just use your imagination on that, I guess. Um, and can't, can't afford a repairs. So pros of MLS deals, there are lots of them. The seller is ready to sell. You don't have to convince them that it might be in their best interest, um, like you do if you're working off-market leads. Sometimes they might not be emotionally ready to sell, whereas these ones are. The contract is easy. Uh, you go through a real estate agent or in Texas, you can use the track yourself to write an offer if you want to, um, but you have to go through the, the listing agent, if not a buying agent also when you're going on the MLS. Some of the cons, there's lots of competition. And so you have to act quickly. You need to be one of those first ones to get in and make that offer. Um, because right now we're finding the days on market in a lot of desirable neighborhoods, especially, has really gone down. So because people took their properties off the market, then there's more competition for the properties that are there. Um, agents are not always investor friendly. They don't understand the numbers that an investor needs. They don't understand um, the process that you go through. And so... Uh, working with an agent who is not investor friendly is um, often makes things a little bit more difficult. So what is the trick to winning MLS deals? As I said, be the first to place an offer. And the second thing is send in lots of offers. So I've heard the stat from some people that make a lot of offers that it's about one in 20 that gets accepted. So that means you need to be making lots of offers in order to get that good deal. So speed gets you the keys. All right, so we've got a three-step process to dominating the MLS. 
Step one is find an investor-friendly agent and team. So an investor-friendly agent is gonna understand investments, is gonna know how to help investors find and win deals, is an expert in valuations, you know you can trust their comps, and is an expert in transactions. They know what to do to make sure that the deal closes and gets done. So besides the agent on your team, you need an investor-friendly title company. And when I get to the case study at the end, I'll just share my experience about not having one of those. Uh, you need a good contractor to do repairs and you need a lender. You need to have that funding in place. And then, um, yeah, so it's number two, find the deals. So how do you find the deals? You can go through any real estate agent and you can set up hot sheets, they call them. And so that says, okay, I'm looking for these kind of houses in these neighborhoods. And so what the agent has to do for you then to find that discount that you need is to calculate the um, price per, oh, sorry, that was loud. Calculate the average price per square foot and then, I'm not sure why that's doing that. Um, calculate the average price per square foot for that neighborhood, then calculate what price per square foot would be the discount that you're looking for as an investor. And that has to be done for each neighborhood because as you know, in many parts of the country, for sure in many parts of Houston, if you go from one neighborhood to another, even if you're going one street over, it's a big difference in the value and the prices of the homes in some cases. So it's got to be done by neighborhood. So it, can, it only targets small areas and you need to set up a lot of them to make all those offers that you need. So when you do set that up, you'll receive a notification of the address for new listings for price drops that become into your, that meet your criteria, or something that has left the market and then is put back on the market. So the drawbacks, as I said, you have to set up a lot of them. It requires maintenance, you know, as the prices change in a neighborhood, as if they go up or down, you're gonna have to change the amount that's set on your, on your trigger. Um, and then of course you have no idea how much the person actually owes or how much equity you're going to get because you don't know that the discount is going to change. So the next thing you need to do is run a CMA on each address to find out what it's actually worth. So doing a good CMA can take 15 minutes or more, even if you're, if you're good at it. So let's say you do 10 alerts a day and it takes two and a half hours to 10 hours a day just to run the CMAs and look at those alerts that you get. Or you can use software to automate the process. And of course, I'm gonna show you how Real Estate IQ can help you do that. Step three is to make offers. So you're going to write the offers. You can call the listing agent. And in some cases, when you do that, they will be willing to either give you a credit toward closing costs, or take the price down a little bit because they're not having to split their commission with a buying agent. Um, some agents won't do that. They'll say you have to have your own agent. So that's why you need somebody on your team to do that. Um, but sometimes you're able to do that. Or some people I know will say to the agent, you take the whole 6% commission. I will let you sell the house for me after I've after I fix it up 
if that's your strategy. Um, and then also let me know when you run across what's called pocket listings. So that means that's when somebody calls an agent and says, hey, I want to sell my house. I need to sell it quick. I can't afford to make repairs, any of those things. And the agent goes, eh, on the MLS, that's going to take a while to sell. So the agent calls up their investors and says, hey, I got a property and want to know if you're interested in it. So how do you make your offer? If you're going to fix and flip, in general, there's a 70% rule. And the 70% means you're going to take 70% of the ARV. The ARV stands for after repair value. That is the amount that you can sell it for after you get it fixed up. And that's what you need the comps for is to come up with that ARV. So the rule of thumb is 70% of that amount minus repairs. So let's say, make it easy here. If the house is worth $100,000, 70% of that would be 70,000. Subtract the 10,000 for repairs. If you're going to wholesale it, you might want to subtract your wholesale fee there as well, um, just to ensure that there's profit still in there for the flipper and make sure you get yours. So your offer would be 60,000 on a house that's worth 100,000. So that rule of thumb, so the question is, where's the other 30%? And approximately 14% of that on average is spent between closing costs to the title company and stuff like that, holding costs. So you have to, if you're flipping it, you have to keep the, you know, the electricity and the water on for the contractors. You have to have insurance on the property. Um, so things like that, as well as financing costs. You have to pay interest on that hard money that you're using. And so that's gonna take your profit down to about 15 to 16%. And if something goes wrong extra that increases those repairs, that's not going to change any of these things. It's only going to change this bottom line. So you want to make sure there's enough money here that if something unexpected comes up, you can handle it and still make money and for sure not lose money, which is always the goal. And that, that rule of thumb, by the way, is pretty much standard. Um, anybody who teaches investing is probably going to give you that 70% number because it's a good safety net for you. All right, if you're gonna buy and hold, there's a 1% rule of thumb, which says that your rent should be 1% of what you paid to get the property. So that would be your repair costs and your, um, and your um, purchase price would all be included in that. So, you want to look at the properties in the area and see what they're renting for. So if you figure you can rent your house for $1,000, um, that's 1% of 100,000. Subtract the repairs and you could pay 90,000 for that. Now this 1% is sort of a, like I said, it's a rule of thumb that's gonna vary in certain areas. So I know like in Austin, Texas, for example, you're not gonna find any property with a 1% rule. So what that means is less cash flow. And if you want cash flow, you're definitely going to go higher than this. And in fact, if you're getting a hard money loan to buy the property, most hard money lenders will loan to 1.25%. So that means you'd have to kick in your own money to make up the difference if you buy it at 1%. 
So just be aware of that. So where does that thousand go? Let's say 480 of it goes to the mortgage, 110 to taxes, 30 to insurance, HOA and maintenance costs, which would leave you with a monthly cash flow of $230. So I do know some investors that will not buy at 1% uh, because they said that's too tight and sometimes they have to kick in at the end of the year extra for taxes or something like that. Um, and there are other investors that will buy lower because they're going to hold it long term and know that eventually that appreciation is going to make up that difference. And you're going to still make money on the property someday when you sell it. So it just all depends on your comfort zone and what cash you have available. All right, so I want to show you this case study. This is a house that my husband Kevin and I wholesaled that we got off the MLS. And this is in an area of Houston called Memorial. And it's in an area that flooded back in Harvey because Buffalo Bayou right here, they, they let a bunch of water out of a reservoir up here and it flooded all these properties along the bayou down this way. So it was a flooded property. Um, it was listed at 284.9 and was comping at 509. So there's definitely that 70% room was in there, but we also uh, decided, I'll show you the pictures in a minute. It was four bedroom, two and a half bath, two car garage built in 1971, 3,234 square feet. So it's a, a big home. So this is what a flooded home looks like to those of you that are not in a flooded area. Uh, they removed the sheetrock from the bottom to make to get to treat the mold. And then sometimes they can leave it on the top. But this is what it looked like inside when we got there. And so some of the things, these things were also dated. You know, the look and the layout was kind of dated. It was kind of broken up. Um, this is a extra room downstairs, which uh, the person who flipped it turned into a master bedroom so that there would be a master on the main level and the other bedrooms upstairs. So this, as I said, was listed at 284.9. So... We met with the real estate agent and offered 231,000. It was officially 235 was the sales price because she kicked in $4,000 of her commission because we only went through her, which she didn't have to split it with a buying agent. Um, and we wholesaled it for 260,000. And so there was a nice $29,000 profit. We only got half of that because we split it with um, somebody we co-wholesaled with. So they found the buyer, or we found the property, and we split the profit. So it worked out quite nice. There was still room in there for, um, you know, room for the flipper to make a profit, which is what you want still. Um, but I was gonna tell you the story about the investor-friendly title company. Um, so they, the agent had already opened title and they had, had had to file an affidavit of airship because uh, the, the owner's wife had passed away and she was on the title. And so the affidavit of heirship is the document that said, yes, he's the heir. So they'd already done that process. So we thought, well, we'll just stick with this title company and it'll go quicker. Well, it turned out they were not investor friendly because they said that they would not close the deal unless all parties involved knew exactly how much we were making. And the real estate agent even said, that doesn't make sense. That's not a good idea. 
we didn't, she didn't want to add insult to injury to the seller. I mean, the poor guy's house had already been flooded. His wife died. You know, he didn't need to know how much money somebody else was making off of that. Um, and so we went with a different title company and it took an extra probably two or three weeks to close, but we got the deal done. So that's why that investor-friendly title company is so important. So remember, this is a numbers game. Only about one in 20 offers gets accepted. So you need to make lots of offers. And don't try to see every property personally before you make the offer. Make the offer, follow the rule of thumb based on the pictures on the MLS and whatever information you can get from the agent. Um, because if there turns out to be something else wrong with the house or the rehab is bigger than you thought, you can always renegotiate that contract. So you need also need to make sure you've got a nice option period in there so that you have time to get in there with your contractor and make sure there's nothing else major. Like you might look at it and think the roof is fine, but the contractor might see the telltale signs that it's not, for example. And there's, that's a big rehab budget expense. So if that happens, you go back to the realtor, you say, I got in there, it's gonna need a new roof, so I'm gonna have to reduce my offer to whatever. So you're not locked in. So I want to go live to our site and show you how this works, how you can set up the hot sheets yourself without having to go through a real estate agent. And so I went to, I live in Houston, so that's where I went. I went to MLS Deal Finder, and we have a quick search, um, but I went to new search so that I can enter the parameters that I want. So I'm going to say I want to look at active properties in the city of, I can choose as many as I want. Let's say, oh, I almost went to full share today. Let's say full share in Houston. And Katie, I don't want Huntsville. So you can choose as many or as few as you want there. Property type, single family. Maybe I also wanna look at condos, why not? And here I can set my maximum price. So as a beginning investor, um, the kind of rule here is to stay below the median values. That's going to, uh, that's the more affordable properties. So in Houston, last I checked, that was somewhere around 250. So we're gonna go with that. Last updated. So I'm gonna switch this to last one year. So it's gonna show me all the properties, even the ones that have been sitting on the market for a long time. So the update is the last time there was a price change or it was first listed or put back on the market. And then here I can set my discount percentage. So since I'm looking for that 70% number, I'm gonna say I want at least a 30% discount. I'm also gonna take this down so that I don't hit properties where agents listed it for sale for $1,200 because they didn't quite enter the information right. Um, so I can choose to search by the discount percentage or I could search by rental index. So if I knew I was looking for a buy and hold and I was getting hard money financing, I could put in 1.2 here or whatever I like. This is an and search. So I'm gonna just go with one because otherwise it will only pull up the properties that meet both criteria. So if I go here and go save as automated search, it's gonna send me an email whenever one of these properties hits the market that meets my criteria. 
And I've already done that and I already have that set up. So here are the results. It found 19 deals right now. And I can see where they are on the map. And so if I click on it, it's gonna change the information. That looks like a condo, I would guess, since it's 76 right here. Here's one, this house is listed at 99,000. Our automated CMA is coming out to be 209,000. So that's a 52% discount. So there's a good chance that even with some rehab, that's going to fit my criteria. They're also down here in a table and you can sort through the table and look through them that way as well. But I can go here to details and I can get all the MLS data about it. The original list price, so if they drop the price, it'll show me that. Here's the original list date, days on market, agent's name and phone number, and there are remarks about it. So this is another good clue as to the condition of the house. So if you're looking for a fixer-upper, this is the one. Contemporary one-of-a-kind custom home with what used to be a fabulous kitchen with granite countertops and laminate-faced cabinets. Spacious breakfast room with built-in cabinets, step-down living room, yada, yada. So it looks like you're, it's not gonna have to be a full rehab to make this one nice. If it's already got some tile and it's already got some granite countertops, you might be able to keep those. So let's see, I can go here to photos and look through the pictures. So here's where I can get another idea about the rehab costs. Definitely have to take down some wallpaper. Looks like maybe a new window. I'm not sure what that is. Um, <laughs> definitely a little updating of the wallpaper. <laughs> those might be, you know, you might want to update those or they might be kind of charming. They might work. Probably uh, reface the cabinets or something like that, but new appliances and whatnot. Looks like a little work might need to be done on the outside. And definitely some landscaping. All right, so that's what we have for the pictures. So if that, if I look at that quick look and that's not what I'm looking for, I can just click around and find the other properties. This means there's three properties in this area, two properties in this area. If I go run CMA, we have a couple different choices. So they both go out, um, they're both going to go back a year, pull up all the sold comps that are within 20% of the square footage and 10 years of the year build. The ARV distance is going to go out a half a mile and um, put priority on the ones that have sold most recently and are close. The ARV subdivision is going to go out a mile and put, uh, it's going to choose comps based on if they're in the same subdivision or not. As much as possible, that's what you want, especially in town, out of town or on the edges, it might not matter so much. Um, and then custom CMA would let you set the parameters as far as how far back you want to go, if you wanted to change your build range or the square footage range. If it's something you're going to tear down and build a new one in its place, you can change the year build and the square footage to what you would build and then see what you can get for it. So, but I'm going to stick with subdivision right now just to show you real quick what this looks like. And here we go. Here are the comps for it. Details are all up here that we already looked at. Estimated value 176, monthly lease 1802. So we also have a repair estimator calculator 
And so we can just kind of make an estimate on our repairs if we don't know, or you don't want to follow a rule of thumb. Um, you know, some people have rules of thumb as far as $15 per square foot. If it's a light rehab, don't quote me on that. I don't remember those numbers off the top of my head. Um, but so you can use something like that to make your offer, or you can go to our calculator. And this is going to give you a spreadsheet that you can quickly uh, fill, fill in and get the and get your repair estimates. So while that's loading, I'm gonna show you what else we have here. So here are all the sold properties within the last year and that are within a mile. So you can see that the first ones are blue. Those are the ones that the computer chose as the best comps based on being in the same subdivision. And um, depending on how many, it, it will also go to recency. Not too many, have sold, there are only two have sold in the last six months in this area. So the other thing I wanna look at is whether or not these comps have been fixed up. So I can say, okay, this one is $48 a square foot. That's a lot less than 97 a square foot. So maybe this one hasn't been fixed up. So I can scroll down here. I can see all the list price, year built. Um, here's distance away. Recency is how long ago it sold. And here's the days on market. So those days on market are all looking pretty good for this area. Here's what it was listed at versus what it sold for. And then I can go here to the and compare the bed, bath, square footage, all those things, lot size, and go to MLS number and see the agent's remarks about it. So for example, this one says looking for a fixer upper. I'm gonna take this one out. So I'm gonna uncheck this box and watch this sold price right here is gonna change. There we go. So this is like our ARV right here. Once we know that these are good comps that have been fixed up. So I'm going to look at the others. This one, come see this beautiful home. Awaits new owners. Create lasting memories with new and innovative renovations. Bring your hammer, paint, and rollers. So that tells me this one has not been fixed up either. So I'm going to take it out. And this one is about the same price, so I'm gonna take it out, which is really only leaving me with two, but we're gonna go with that for now. So this one sold at 97 a square foot, and this one at 84. And if I keep looking a little further out, 86 a square foot, 79, 81, 79. They're all kind of in that ballpark area. Those are just different sections of the same subdivision. So if I wanted to, I could, Look for, so I could say this one's been the last six months. I want to add this one in. So again, when I add that in, it's going to adjust the ARV. Um, I can also look at the pictures of all of these properties. And so there's ours. Here's one. I can do a quick look like this, or I can click on it and go through them in HD like we did with the other one. So this one looks pretty nice. It's Got the agreeable gray walls, so you know it was fixed up by an investor. Nice kitchen, shaker-style cabinets, granite, nice faucet. Um, so looking at this, I can know if I want to get a top price, my house is going to look like this inside. So I can use the comps to look at them that way and see how I should fix them up. Um, because if you over-rehab and you spend a lot of money, you're not going to recover all that money back when you sell it. And if you go the other way and you don't fix it up as nicely, 
uh, it's just not going to sell. It's going to sit on the market a lot longer. So I can look at them that way. And again, I can check and uncheck the boxes here based on that. All right, so here's the investment summary. I might make an offer on this one. <laughs> so let's go to the, whoops. Let's go to the calculator real quick. Did it download already? Oh, here we go. All right, so this downloads an Excel spreadsheet. And so the nice thing is that this is completely customizable. Once I enable editing, if I know any of these numbers are different, I can, or I have a quote for any of those, I can put in the actual quote and I can save it and use it for the next property. These are based on the average prices in Texas as of right now. So you just go here and you add the square footage, which I didn't even look at here, 2484. Oh, I have two of them, this one. So I'm gonna change this to 2484 square feet and it adjusts all of these things. So based on those pictures, I can go through and say, okay, or, and based on my conversation with the agent, does not need a roof, foundation work, I don't know. In Texas, I kind of always put in, <laughs> other places may not have the soil that gives as much as ours. Electric. What was my year build, 1971? Probably might need some electric. It's before the 80s, you might need some electric. I don't know, again, talk to the agent, get a better idea. Plumbing, HVAC, paint for sure, always. Flooring, probably some. So again, here I can go and say, okay, I don't need all the flooring. I just need certain areas. So maybe two thirds of that. So I'm gonna change that to $2 instead of three. And then it gives it to me there. Exterior, yes, on this one. So here we've got other things that we can add. Electric per outlet. And it tells you that the average, most houses have 20 to 25. This house is a little bigger. It put in 30. You can leave it or change it. Um, does it need a fence? Windows, I think there's one that's gonna need glass, so I'm gonna add that in. So you can go through this list, bathroom remodel, hot water heater, adjust everything accordingly. And when you're done, you can look down here. There's your total of everything up above. And then it adds a 10% grace budget for those things that I mentioned that uh, there always seems to be something that was not right or that you thought was okay, but then it wasn't when you got in there. So that helps take care of some of those things. So I'm looking at about a $30,000 rehab budget. So if I go back to my property, uh, that was under tools and services here, Victor, repair estimator. So I go back to the summary. This is listed at 99 and I've got 30,000 rehab. So I can say, okay, if I pay 100,000 for it, and I do 30 rehab, I'm in it for 130,000. If I'm in it for 131,000, that gives me 91,000 discount or 41% equity and a 1.39 rental index. That totally meets all our investor criteria. So I would be crazy not to put an offer on this house. One of the perks of doing this job, right? 
Um, so yeah, you can let this do the numbers for you. Put in your all-in price, play with them, say, you know, what if I want to make sure I get it and I pay a little bit more for it? Maybe I pay 140, still a 37% discount and a 1.29 rental index. So the same way I looked at these houses, I could also look at the leased ones to check this $1,800 rental number that the computer came up with. And it works the same way. I can see all the pictures here. I can go back here to list and see all the other information and exactly what they're getting for each property. You can also look at the other active and you can look at the non-active and that would pull up terminated and expired listings, which are also good uh, potentially motivated seller leads for you. So that is how our MLS deal finder works. Our fast CMA lets you type in an address and get this. Oh, I also want to show you, I can always change the criteria if I want less or more comps. Um, report and share. This is what the emails will look like if you uh, save your automated search to get those notifications of new properties on the market. They're going to look like this. So it's for this report, I created it so I can choose exactly what I want to include in it. And if I go to the retail report, it's not going to tell what it's listed at. So if you're trying to wholesale it, you might want to go that route. But otherwise, it's got all the information from the comps. And it's based on this number, not what we put in. Um, but here's the MLS data, the comments, the sold comps, just the three that I left checked. So again, if you send this to somebody, they only see what you want them to see. Here are the active listings that were selected by the computer and the least and the pictures. So it's got all the information you need to open that email and quickly decide, yes, this is what I'm looking for or nope, not gonna waste my time, delete. All right, so the FastCMA lets you type in an address, any address and get the same information. Okay. So to go back to my PowerPoint here, this event is brought to you by Real Estate IQ and number one in deal finding. I want to encourage you all, whether you're interested in the rest of our system or not, to join our new community portal. So this is an online social media site just for real estate investors. And you can go here or you can just go to our website, realestateiq.co and click on community, which is right here. And you can see we also have some groups that you can join. So I have a women in real estate group and a Houston deal finders lounge. We have groups for, here's a Florida one, um, a book club, Latinos in real estate, all kinds of different groups. So you're sure to find somebody that you can connect with. And this is relatively new, but as we build it, it's gonna be an active place where people are doing deals. We also have some free webinars. So if you go to our Real Estate IQ website, up at the top here, it says events, or that's the shortcut there. You probably were already there because you found your way here today, um, but you can see our other upcoming events there. All right, so what do we offer as far as our products? Um, our lowest one is the deal analysis suite, and this starts at just $15 a month for one metro area, and that gives you the fast CMA, so you can run your comps, repair the repair estimator, and also we have a deal analyzer calculator as well. Um, so that's our basic one. And then if you want to include the MLS deal finder, which is what I showed you, that would be part of our deal finding suite. So that includes everything 
above the comps and the fast CMA and the calculators and stuff. But it also includes our off-market leads. So these are the lists that we have of motivated and distressed sellers. Um, and as Troy said, the pre-foreclosures and the evictions, those lists are really small right now, but those are going to skyrocket when, that more, when those moratoriums end and the forbearance has ended for everybody in the foreclosures. Um, appointment of substitute trustees, kind of a pre-pre-foreclosure. Probate and airship, if somebody passes away. Eviction notices for tired landlords, divorces, loan modifications, that is skyrocketing also as people are getting loan mods as their forbearance periods end. Um, but the problem with loan modifications is it usually means an increase in your monthly mortgage payment. And so in that case, a lot of people, a lot of those fail. It's like over 80% of loan modifications fail. Uh, we have liens. I mean, there's a lien on the house. And so that would have to be settled at close or you can call the people and negotiate those down a lot of times. Code violations, way to drive for dollars without driving around. You just get all the lists right there. Delinquent taxes, so people that are late, but they're not being foreclosed on yet, or tax sales when they haven't been paying their taxes and the county is foreclosing. And these ones that have the asterisks by them means when you get them, if you get our premium package, it also includes skip tracing. So that means email addresses and phone numbers for all of the owners will be on the list when you get it in the morning, every morning. And these are updated um, every day, Monday through Friday. So they always have the freshest leads directly from the courthouse. Our county data finder pulls uh, properties from the tax records. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you could pull a list of absentee owners, out-of-state owners. Um, in many locations, not Houston, unfortunately, but in many locations, you can limit it to over 65. Uh, you can choose how long they've owned it to make sure it has equity. You can choose any kind of property. And this will give you a list that you can market to that's focused on the criteria that you're looking for. All right? we also have a knowledge vault with some videos and frequently asked questions. And we have great customer service. So you can call, send an email. We also have a new feature on our website, which is the little, oh, it's not on this one. It's just on the realestateiq.co. We have the little, there it goes. We have a little chat thing where you can instantly chat with an agent. You all know what those look like anyway. All right, and just for attending today, we have some freebies for you. So we have some heat maps that kind of show you where the deals are. And we also have a real estate deal of the day, which is a live deal off the MLS. And you can choose to make an offer on it if you want to, or just look at it as kind of a good educational tool about what's out there on the market right now and what things should you look for when you are doing the CMAs on those properties. So if you joined us a little bit late and you missed the poll question to, to get a 45-minute um, one-on-one deal-finding training demo, just put demo, please, into the chat, and Jeff will make sure that somebody contacts you and they'll set that up at your convenience and it doesn't cost you anything except a little bit of your time. All right, at this point, are there any questions? 
Let's see, I showed where to get the calculator. That looks like it. Nothing in the Q&A. And that last poll is up. And again, if you just answer that poll, you'll be in the, in the drawing. And they do the drawing on Mondays at 11 a.m. So you'll get an email shortly after that. We'll also post the winners on social media. So make sure you like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, all that stuff. All right. Um, let's see. Carlton, how much is the premium package? Uh, so the regular price for one metro area is $159 a month for the regular $318 for premium. Um, but we always give discounts on that. And then we have smaller packages if you're just looking at one area. Uh, maybe we don't for premium. We don't for premium, sorry. That's only for the regular package if you're just looking at one, one area. We also have packages for an entire metro area or an entire state. And so if you uh, call our customer service or request a demo, they'll give you the best discount they can at that time. Uh, the commercial service, we've actually added that into our premium package. So if you get the premium package, you also get the commercial off-market leads, which means any off-market lead that is owned by a commercial entity. So some of those are single family homes, others are apartment complexes, retail, um, office space, all those kinds of different things. All right, so yeah, Victor, I'm also doing that training tomorrow, which is geared toward current clients and we can kind of go a little bit more into in depth in some things. So, all right, well, if you think of a question later, don't hesitate to contact me. Here is my, I should make that a little bigger for you my contact information, and I believe Jeff also put it in the chat. And the customer service number is 832-559-2282. And here's the links to my community groups as well. All right, then thank you all so much for being here. And uh, please check out our other upcoming events, and maybe I'll see some of you tomorrow. So again, stay safe. Dave, have a great day. Yeah, thank you so much, Becky. Um, yeah, well, soon. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Thanks, Jeff. Bye now. Bye for now. And for everyone, I'll be staying in the room for like three minutes, two to three minutes for you to, um, you know, copy and paste the details in the chat box so that, um, you know, just you can scroll up and down to get the details that you might need. So, yeah, just let me know in the chat box if you have questions. Thank you so much, everyone, for attending. Have a great day. For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts, or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.